Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals. Just two best buds and they're very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree. So grab a joint and just fuck with me. Hey! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Chronic Gals Podcast. I'm Riley. And I'm Ashleen. Hello. Welcome. Episode 52. Is it really? It I say really that every is. week. I know. It's amazing. I know. If you wanted to listen to an episode of us a week starting from the beginning you could for a whole year <gasps> that we're at that point whoa milestone Ding. i feel like that's really cool i think so it's like almost like the your 100th episode yeah but it's you're like halfway mark <laughs> to 100 so that's cool that's awesome i'm excited we have like so many cool things coming up after this 50 second episode like yeah just i'm really pumped it's crazy yeah um i mean should we just jump into housekeeping like you kind of started it a little bit um we are okay so we are coming up on our second year anniversary of the podcast super excited about that talk about episode 52 it's like also two years of the show what the heck um so we decided to throw a party we are going to have a 420 anniversary party for chronic house podcast um we want you to come we're gonna have a zoom invite thing yeah stay tuned for details on it yes we just want to smoke with our friends for 420. Yes. So yeah. let's get it together. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. We still need to get all the information mm-hmm. ironed out, but mm-hmm. it's going to be fun and it's, it's going to awesome. be on 420. So mark, mark your, your calendars. calendars. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah. So that's one big thing that we have coming up in April, which is awesome. We have a lot of stuff coming up in April. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing we have coming up in April is, so we, you all know we're on Clubhouse, we can't stop talking about it, and it's too far. <laughs> I dropped my pen, it was, it's too far It's now. too far. But, yeah, we just want to connect with our Washington weeders, mm-hmm. our Washingtonians, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our Washington buddies, mm-hmm. like buddies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't think of a, a good third one. That's fine. You did but, great. Thanks. But, yeah. So, if you want to get on Clubhouse or if you are already on Clubhouse and are in Washington, please let us know. Mm-hmm. We want to start, like, a Washington-based weed club, group, yeah. room, event, session that kind of gets started Every week, every month. I don't know. We just want to connect with our Washington weed peeps. Yeah. In the little bit that we have um, played around on Clubhouse, Mm -hmm. it seems like really amazing people doing amazing things are there talking about what they're doing, but there doesn't seem to be any place for our Washington industry yet. So we're going to begin that process. And we want to connect with all of you people out there so that we can make sure that we're all on the same page mm-hmm. about keeping Washington cannabis industry standards super high. Always. Always. And, uh, yeah. Just making- and just, yeah. And just so we can, like, connect. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, especially with quarantine and this COVID world, we're all kind of disconnected. And 
I just want to know more about my Washington weed people. Yeah. I, I'm, it's very interesting listening to California industry conversations and, like, people are doing really interesting things in Michigan right now in Detroit and, like, it's really interesting hearing about New Jersey. But, like, I find that Washington and Oregon, I mean, people talk about Oregon in yeah. there a lot, but Washington, Washington gets, gets lost. lost. It um, totally does. So, Yeah. So let's just come So we're going to find Washington. Yeah. Come, come find Washington. Come find Washington us. weed and we're going to come smoke it on Clubhouse. Yeah. So we're going to be hosting. We're going to start hosting regular events. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming April. Weekly? Every other week, I think. Every other week, maybe. We haven't figured that out either, but we just want everybody. Mm-hmm. We're just letting people know. Yeah. Dropping breadcrumbs. Yeah. Pick them up. Yeah. We'll, more, we'll put more information once we know it. Yeah. Also, yeah. So. so stay tuned. Follow us. Make sure you're following us in all the places. Yeah. If you don't already... And another really good place for you to follow us the on... The segues today. So good. Is our website. We have redone it. We made it cute again. Mm-hmm. Um, jazzed it up. Turned it up a notch. And we're really proud of it. So go yeah. look at it. You can go. You can find our like latest podcast episodes. You can find a blog that I have started and have just been putting random shit up on there. It's been very fun. Um, you can find a little bit about us up there. But yeah, you just want to like keep your eyes peeled over there for all of our fun cool things that are coming up because that'll be dropped on the website as well as everywhere else so 100 percent, go check it out it looks good i'm pretty proud of it i'm really proud i think it does it's like i was i was pretty proud of where we had our brand to begin with but this is definitely a level up this is and i'm stoked so it looks really cute check it out check us out and yeah i think that's it for housekeeping that's good. I feel like I'm ready to get into our farm feature. I'm ready to get into our farm feature because we've been staring at these bags for like, for a, like week. a week. For like a week. Unopened except for zero OG. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are following along at home and watched our last episode, our last Chronic Gals After Dark, mm-hmm. we tried Artisan a pre-roll, which mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was Tropicana Cookies. Oh, Tropicana Cookies. And then we also tried this Zero OG, um, which I cannot remember. I feel like we got really chatty at the beginning, and then, I don't know, it might have also just been that we got super stoned by the end, but, like, mm. we just, like, stopped. That's so we just, true. Like, a brain stopped working. You're right. Although, oh. I think that was after the Willie's Wonder, which was the other artisan pre-roll that we had, too. Um, I did want to look up the genetics for zero g and i totally i did it after the live but um i want to look it up now we couldn't find it on their website Mm -hmm. which they actually do have a pretty extensive website artisan does yeah um do we even say that we're featuring Art- Artisan Cannabis this we? week? I don't remember. I don't remember. Sorry. Artisan. Artisan. We're, we're featuring you. We featured you. We've been featuring you all week. It and it'll tasty. be all this episode. It's been really fun. Yeah, the Zero OG was great. Yeah, okay. We checked out the website, and it, like, has a lot of really good information about most of their strains. Okay, we found oh, yeah, okay. the lineage So the Zero OG. Yeah. Um, this is from allbud.com. It's Hash Plant by Northern Lights number one, which. Okay. I like that. 
It says, named for its lifting effects that will totally have you feeling like you're floating zero gravity. It's perfect for any indica lover who appreciates a full-bodied high. The high starts with a lifted feeling that fills the back of the head and neck with a feeling of lightheadedness. As your mind expands into a blissful oblivion, as you'll cease... You'll feel a case of the giggles come racing in, leaving I you laughing. That. Me too. We had a giggles yeah. moment. Me leaving you laughing at any time at anything and leave oh my god, I cannot read. Leaving you laughing at anything and everything around you as your body begins to settle into the couch. Love yeah. it. Love it. We did that creative journal. Oh yeah, that's duh, what we did. duh. We got hella creative. Yeah, and really, yeah, that's why we were laughing so hard. Yeah, we were laughing. We faced her. Yeah, that. that's right. We were doing the creative, and then we like just it was like ha ha ha, and then we went. Yeah, there's like okay. nothing left to say. <laughs> we can't create anymore. I'll create it out. But yeah, zero G artisan. Try it. It was really good. And then so for today we have black cherry punch mm. and Dutch berry to try. Um, I believe it said the so the Dutch berry was DJ Short Blueberry by Dutch Treat. Yes. Awesome. Love that. The black cherry punch, I think, was cherry was pie. Cherry pie and purple, purple punch. punch. Yeah, that one was mm. pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um the black cherry punch is actually quite purple. I don't know if you yeah. looked at it. I did look at it. But it's very purple, which is cool. The Dutch berry does look like Dutch treat. I wonder if it's going to smell like Like, like that. a fruit, like a berry Dutch treat. Yeah. Berry Sprite. Ooh, it does, Ooh. actually. Black chocolate. Wow. That does, it gives you that. Whoa. Like, smells like a, have you ever had a 7-Up cake? Where you just put 7-Up in a, like, um, cake, mix? cake mix? I don't know. This is what it smells like. Nice. This black cherry punch good. smells like, like baked goods. Like it smells yeah. like pastry. I believe that. And very like dark Ooh. smelling. Like, like the way that wine smells purple. You know, mm-hmm. like it's had yeah. that same kind of quality. Ooh, yeah, that is nice. This Dutch berry sure does smell like Dutch treat. Holy crap! Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I've been smoking a lot of Dutch treat, honestly. We got that um, ounce Mm -hmm. from Grass Valley. Mm -hmm. And holy goodness gracious, everybody, that has probably been the most, yeah, the loudest Dutch treat I have probably ever Yeah, that's what that guy from Wendy's was telling you being loud about is that Dutch treat. Exactly. Man. Dutch treat is just delightful. I love that. Oh, you might not have said that while we were recording. I think you told that story before. Was it? I was like, I couldn't remember. Um, I think we should start with the Dutch berry. That's what I was thinking because this purple punch is gonna put me the fuck out. Exactly. So So. we're gonna start over here. I'll grind some bowls. Um. Well, what do we know about artisan? We know that they are up in Lacey, Washington, um, which is near Olympia, and. According to their website, it says they're about as organic as you can be. Like other without than being without certified, being certified, because yeah. you can't get weed certified as organic. Yeah, so but they dumb. do organic farming. Oh my gosh, they do all natural practices. They're an organic processing 
farm. They yeah. use the co like cocoa fiber. Cocoa coir. Yeah. But we literally, I need, I think um, I've been smoking artisan on and off mm-hmm. for like years. And yeah. they've always had very consistent quality. Wait. I think like, I think they're like middle high shelf. Middle, I would say so. Middle high. I think so. Um, These grams were $12. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A gram. But so. they're like, again, so consistently well grown. Like this is like fresh snow. Yeah. This, these grinds. It put, it fluffed up a lot in the grinder too yeah. after you ground it yeah i mean feel that like it's actually it feels like fresh like pow, a pow. fucking mattress pad it does amazing i love that dutch treat is dutch, blueberry dutch berry DJ, yeah dutch berry dj blueberry dj short, DJ short blueberry, blueberry by dutch, dutch treat. treat hell yeah man both of these are probably gonna put me out well here we go dude <laughs> I went to bed last night. Uh-huh. Guess. Uh, 7.30. Wait. Yeah, basically. It was like 7.30. And I woke up at like 11.45. A.M.? No, P.M. Oh, okay. And then I think I smoked some weed. And then I fell back asleep until like 8. Nice. Yeah. It was really nice. That's awesome. I'm like, this is the no kids life. Mm-hmm. And my body, yeah. I think, was pro- probably like, get your sleep in now. Preparing. I know. We, um, Adam and I are going on a trip tomorrow, actually, after we record. And, or, never mind. And, um, <laughs> usually I feel like before a trip, I'm always so frazzled, like, up to, like, zero hour, you know, like, trying to make sure <laughs> everything is packed, especially if it's the whole family is going somewhere but it's this time it's just me and adam going on a trip somehow i harnessed enough energy to get everything done ahead of time it's because you can do it the way that you've always wanted to do it and you never you don't have to succumb to having to vacation or pack or live your life Around, a certain way yeah that's a really good point and you don't have to pack the kids. And it, that was the biggest thing, was that I didn't have to pack the kids. Except yeah. I had to pack them a little bit, because I, like, yeah, packed them for true. their babysitters and stuff. But, it, yeah, I felt today, I felt like I should have, I should have anxiety. So I, like, had anxiety <laughs> because I didn't have yeah. anxiety that yeah. I normally <laughs> feel before traveling. So, at some point, I just had to be like, okay, stop. You worked your butt off the last couple of days so that you could have this last day so you could just, like, enjoy like yourself and not feel like you're rushing. Yeah. So, stop feeling anxious and, Relax, like, go fucking play with the, your kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I had to stop and have that moment with myself and be like, well, okay, change your mindset. You're being anxious for no reason. Let it go and have fun. So, so yeah, it was. it's been a weird kind of... But it ended up good. You know, like, yeah. I'm excited for this trip. We're leaving super early tomorrow morning. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so fun. You guys are going to have a lot of fun. I had a moment with myself yesterday where I was getting really anxious. And then I was Ooh, like, that's good. Ooh, that's why delicious. are you, right? It's not as terpenolini as I was expecting it to be. Uh, it was for me. It was? I didn't get, I mean, I got the greens and I didn't get that at all. Crazy. I got, but, I definitely felt Sprite. Like, oh, I didn't get that at all. But, but yeah, and then, yeah, it basically just got myself out of my mood was the end of that story. Great. But, I mean, this is, uh, this is progress, right? This is what we're all trying to do is, like, 
notice when we're freaking out and redirecting our freak yeah. out so we don't have to freak out about yeah. something that doesn't need to be freaked out about. Yeah, I don't even remember what I was freaking out about. But <laughs> Warren was being really sweet and, like, tried to put on, like, calming, like, piano beats. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, can you put something dirtier on? <laughs> like, my mood is not matching this yeah. really pretty music mood. Yeah. And it's just making me more annoyed. Mm-hmm. So can you just put on something a little dirtier? And so he, I don't even remember what he, he probably put on like West Side Gun or something. I'm like, yes, that, that matches my mood right now. Ooh. And then now I can come down. Less terpenoline flavor on smoking the greens. Oh, wait, I'm getting it now. I'm getting it now, but like way after the hit. So interesting. So now I'm curious to see like what happens as you finish this bowl. Because I loaded, for those listening at home, I did load a new bowl and I took greens on this one. I mean,. Yeah, you can kind of taste it for maybe a little bit more than the first hit, but I'm still not really getting, I'm getting more of the, I think, the blueberry. Um, Crazy. You know, just goes to show you, like, different people have different flavor receptors, taste buds. Have you ever thought about that? (coughs) Yes. About how we are all... Looking like experiencing reality Dude. in a different way. So yes. like my like what I am seeing that might not be what you are seeing right, right now. This purple yeah. to me yeah. might be to you what you call purple is actually this neon color to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ooh, it's yeah. so it's a, that, that one's a mind fuck. That, for is sure. one, that one is a mind fuck. But it's really fun. I mean, like, I think it's really important to, like, play. And I think this goes along with our conversation today. But to, like, play with those ideas of, like, other people experience things different. Like, Mm -hmm. as pretty basic as that sentence is. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, when you really think about it, it's, like, people really do experience things way different. Like, my... The way that I think about this the most is, like, with color. Yeah. You know how, like, some women see different shades of color more. Like, I think there's, like, a probably a statistic about women see more shades of color than men see Mm -hmm. shades of color. I think that's physiological. I I think think so, too. I think women have have more more rods and cones or whatever. And then, speaking of, like, eyesight... You, we... Which, I think the reason for that, sorry, is so that you can detect color differences in your children. Like, I think... Or I was also thinking, okay. like, hunting, gathering, hunter, gathering. Yeah. It's that, according to Brain Games host. Oh, nice. Hunter, okay, gathering. Yeah. yeah. Berries, what, what's poisonous. Oh, oh uh-huh. what's poisonous. Yeah. Mm, that makes sense. Because there's, like, 100,000 shades of red right. to a woman. Right. But there's, like, Two. three. Yeah. yeah. Like, dark, medium, and... Light red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to generalize men. What a what a twenty eight thing thing to do. But but anyway. A twenty what? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen is what I thought you said. Just kidding. But no, but like going back to our experience. Yeah. So yeah. our eyes yeah. see upside down. Right. No, right. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. Our, 
and then our brains flip it. Yeah. So are we? What we're seeing is actually upside down. So we really walk on the ceiling. No. I don't think that's how that works. I think. I guess I don't know. It's been this a long. Proved me. It's been a long time since I looked at any kind of ophthalmology. But I thought text. that like the image, the lens flips image. And then, and the, then brain the brain flips, flips image back. again. So then that would be a full 360. Oh. So then things, we would not be walking on the ceiling. That makes more sense to me. Okay. I think but that's wouldn't that be crazy if yeah. we were walking on the ceiling? That would be fucking nuts. And then we would, we would, we would be inner earth. Stop. <laughs> crazy. Whoa. The upside down. Yeah. Literally. What is up is really down. Crazy. Which is so true. Anyway. Love a Dutch berry. Love a Dutch berry. It gets gets you going like Dutch tree and then chills you out like blueberry. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a full body high. Yeah, my feet are feeling it. It's my like, shoulders. Yeah, shoulders, chest, and my knees. <laughs> totally. Totally. I totally feel that. <laughs> I feel a lot of things in my knees. Do you? Yeah. I guess I do too. I, I'm a little bit... Like, weather-sensitive, like, barometric yeah. pressure-sensitive in my knees. Yeah. yeah. I get, like, like, the chills in my knees oh. when things resonate. Oh! It's so weird. I feel it in my knees, in and knees. I feel it in my, like, arm hairs. Crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. I love that. I, like, when it really hits home, yeah. it's like, ooh, weak knees. <laughs> it's really, really weird. It's really weird. That's wild. Yeah. Mine comes in more from the top, like... Head, shoulders, and then upper torso. I don't. I don't know if I ever actively notice it in my lower half, but I'm also not paying attention there. I don't think. I think I want it one more. This last little bit of this, and then we'll smoke another one. Great, love it. Yeah, it's in, it's really interesting trying like paying attention to your body. Yeah, it is. I mean, as a concept, right? No, really though. <laughs> I was. Not where, I, where I was going. Doesn't matter. Uh, there. Feeling your body? I have no idea. It was. It doesn't matter. This is what happens on our show too, oh, which we talk mind. about later. Also. Yeah. Stoners forget things. Stoners uh. lose, lose track of thought. Seriously. Which is okay. Okay. Last bowl of Dutch berry. Dutch no. berry. This is really good, artisan. Good yeah. Job. Yeah. 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 I'm like so impressed with the still the fluffiness, the fluffiness of it. It's like it's so satisfying to work with. That would probably be the perfect weed to roll into roll a joint with because it holds its shape. It's like fucking kinetic sand. I was trying to get all my senses. Oh, I was trying to get all in like through my tongue and my nose. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I could get that tropinaline on that last hit. Nice. <clears throat> You did yeah. also kind of clean out some of the goop. <coughs> yeah, that tastes really good. <coughs> I'm pretty sure they're indoor. Indoor weed? Um, yeah, I think you're right. It would. It looked like indoor, 100%. I had, a, there was a really interesting topic of conversation on Clubhouse today. Okay. That I just kind of... That just kind of happened, and then nobody, we didn't really stay on it very long. But um, 
The question was about if anybody knew of any research on can cannabis terpenes and those of the effects on the lungs mm -hmm. and like high percentage of concentrated terpenes mm -hmm. like and, in concentrates yeah like in high terpene concentrates yeah and if there's oh this it smells Dutch, really it good. smells like fruit loops yeah mm, yeah it's Dutch berry uh-huh uh-huh nope not Dutch berry Dutch, that's uh, uh, black sorry, cherry black punch. cherry punch it totally smells like fruit. Oh, wow, that smells so good. Um, but yeah, so if there and was, it's like purple. Yeah, it is it like is purple, purple, purple. It's like purple with orange hairs. Good job, artisan. Looking freaking good. Um, so yeah, so this conversation was about if anybody knew any research because theoretically, ter like high terpene. Things are made to, like, clean things. Mm, okay. You know? And, yeah. like... Okay. Like, do we want to be consuming high percentage terpene... Yeah. Products. Products. Yeah. Which I just was, like... I was, like... There is such an emphasis on getting the high percentage of everything. Yeah. That no one's, like, stopping to think about the effect, like, the long-term effect that it's going to cause. Right. Our physiological body. Right. Like, what is the proper, what is the proper modulation? Like, you know, maybe yeah. it's something closer to the 30% if you're trying to do concentrates. Yeah. Versus well, or an like, 88 or a 99. Yeah. Or, like, as far as, like, terpenes, I think some oh, of them are saying. cannabinoids. Yeah. Yeah. But I think some of them are saying, like, over 10% terpenes was, like, unnecessary and a little bit, like, could be potentially Reckless. dangerous, mm -hmm. which I thought was very interesting because I have not heard about this at all. Yeah. This was the, something just super new to me, and so I was just, like, that's curious, something to think about. And yeah. And, like, something totally logical to, like, if we're using high, like, 100% limonene to clean spray paint off the wall mm -hmm. do we want to be vaporizing yeah limonene right so i don't know i don't really have anything other to say other than that that is super interesting just uh, oh my gosh that bowl is so pretty it is pretty it's like green but mostly purple check it on instagram sorry i gotta take more pictures we're checking V cannabis is such a visual thing that it's hard to have even though I love having a podcast because it's easier than doing video all the time but that's why we have Instagram and a website and a blog and soon to be a Patreon stay tuned yeah you guys April, April. dude April dudes April. Yeah, I don't really, I also don't have anything else to add really to that topic, but yeah. that is really interesting, and I feel like it kind of goes back to um, Vapegate a mm -hmm. little bit. That's when, what I was thinking too. You know, people were coming up with all of these really intense lung diseases mm -hmm. that were linked back to vape use, and a lot yeah. of people pointed the finger at the illegal 
Mm -hmm. uh, the illegal vape market, which I think like vitamin was... E and like because I think mm -hmm. that was the culprit mainly. Yeah, vitamin E acetate. Yeah, yeah, being added used as an additive was yeah. like fucking people up. And yeah, the people, everybody got really the regulators got mm -hmm. really worried and scared. Worried and um, they uh, pared down what you were allowed to even add to. Um, to vape carts to cannabis derived terpenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Just, it, well, you know, where is the formula for that? We, yeah. we, we also we don't know how that more, all works. Yeah, we just but, need to have more research. That's the thing. So I don't know. I think it just comes down to that. If anybody knows more information about that and would like to talk about to us, you can email us at chronicgals at gmail.com. We would love to talk to you. What is, how is it? Black cherry punch. Ooh, it's really good. Ooh, it's really good. It takes kind of a minute to settle, but it's beautiful. It's, oh man, it's really punching me in the face, like actively. I'm coming up this way. Um, wow, I really like that. But definitely not necessarily to like go to a party. I'm definitely starting to feel like I'm getting stuck in some fucking quicksand. That's hilarious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Starting to slog. <coughs> yeah, purple pencils will do that to me. Uh, for Which real. is funny we picked purple for our background color. Hey. Man. That's cool. Well, it was blue. It's actually blue oh. to us. It's OC. Blue in real life. Blue in real but life. But it's purple on screen. Purple on screen. Kind of purple everywhere but the light so <laughs> perspectives cool i'm gonna load another bowl so i can get greens okay. but while that's happening ashleen mm -hmm. who are we talking to today oh my gosh okay we have this really awesome yeah right oh my god we have this really oh, awesome sorry. interview coming up for you guys with sean gold who is the founder and ceo of pilgrim soul Pilgrim Soul is a company in California that um, they publish these creative thinking journals, which were created to do when you are high. And they are also this week launching their um, their line of vape pens. Mm -hmm. They make creative thinking blends in vape pens. Um, and if you live in California, you can get them at the High Note. Yes, at the High Note. Yes, I think, and and one other store, but I don't remember. Which one? But. Yeah, he talks about it in the show. He talks about the things that they're doing and goes into it. But he, like, they've been really specific in finding strains that they could blend together to get the right kind of terpene blend to encourage specific kinds of creative thinking and, you know, creative reflection or creative imagining. Like, Yeah, it's really, really cool. This guy has, like, made his career on creativity. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, like, been at the start of a bunch of different huge companies right now mm -hmm. that have just been using creative solutions to change to serve the customer yeah the market mm -hmm. in such a i feel like he has like like myspace and fabletics and like like fabletics and just fab shoes alone i feel like changed yeah. the game yeah. on 
You get your retails. You yeah. get your all of these subscription boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just he's a really cool guy. Yeah, it was fun to t- to talk to him, to listen him to him talk and tell his stories yeah. and share his insight about creativity. Yes. And this is also Pilgrim Soul is his opportunity to share his like wisdom yeah. with people. Like he has a ton of free exercises, mm-hmm. free creativity exercises on his website. Um, he's actively blogging on there and, you know, just giving away all of this awesome content. Um, and then this uh, journal is great. I should go get mine really quick. You should. Let me go get it. I'll find out. No, but it's really cool there. We, if you list, watched our last episode, Chronic Gals After Dark, um, the Instagram Live, we did some journal prompts from the journal. We had so much fun. There's like creative drawing, there's coloring pages, there's different style prompts and types of reflections that you can do. And then each of them have a different hashtag that you can hashtag and like find the the Pilgrim Soul community and see what everybody else has been doing. So it's just like I just I when I think about his brand, he started it as trying to make these vape pens for creative thinking and then this was like an add-on and but this sold first and it was just such a hit like i just love i just love his brand so much yeah i think i think it's just it's really genius yeah he found his niche Mm -hmm. he like just he leaned into it hard and created something so cool. Yeah. And I'm super excited to hear about what these vape pens are. Yeah. How they are. So if you check them out, please let us know. Yeah. I lo- love that. And even he was very conscious mm-hmm. of making sure that the things that he was putting into the vape pens was the highest quality. Yeah. People he could work with in California yeah. and all of these things. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. We'll stop talking about it. You can, <laughs> you can just hear it from him because he's awesome. Yeah, we're probably just going to smoke some more of this purple bench. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, was... Use our creative journal, maybe, a little bit. And, uh... The gre- it was very cherry sweet. Yeah. Is what yeah, this was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Super good. See you on the other side, guys. Enjoy the interview. I hope you have your stash. Load it up. Get high with us. And be creative. See ya. Bing! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the session. We are here with Sean Gold. Sean, thank you so much for being here. You are the founder and CEO of Pilgrim Soul, a mission-driven cannabis brand focused on optimizing human creative performance to gain a competitive edge in business and in life. That sounds cool. Tell us more. Well, there's a lot to say. I, I, have, <laughs> I have human creative... like seems obvious that it would be human creative performance and it would just i like adding the word human in there i like the word human and human adds nice cadence to the sentence but i didn't want people i was into i think i was focused on pet creativity plant creativity you know (laughs) i'm focused on human like you and me yeah, so, which all of those things exist. I don't know if you've heard, if you've seen so like the plant music boxes. Oh, you yeah. hook up the plants to the leaves, and the the plants make their own music. Plant creative. creativity exists, <laughs> and I'm sure pet creativity also exists. But you are in the human creativity yeah. space. Just so for today's competition, <laughs> just focus on humans. Um, yeah. So I like I have I I have a I have a cannabis company. I have 
all kinds of products to use with cannabis to enhance the efficacy of creativity on cannabis. Um, and then I have some cannabis blends that we can go in deeper on, but that are really optimized with some of the top California uh, cannabis scientists for creativity as an output. Um, but I really call myself a creativity company where cannabis is one of the products because there's so many other things that go into it. It's mindset and I have you know, curriculum and I have expert content that I publish on pilgrimsoul.com, how-to content and historical content. And I'm teaching classes on creativity to you know, companies like Amex and Nike and other people like that. So, you know, it started out as my, how I've used cannabis in my whole life uh, in some pretty big jobs. Like, you know, I was CMO of MySpace and early days of that and launched some of the more popular blogs on, on like Engadget and a bunch of other blogs. But I always use this as in a bit in my personal life all the time to get high with friends and just riff on ideas. Um, but I did this really very focused and very structured way, coming up with ideas and have a, a process for ideas. I've used you know cannabis in a very structured way in my life to uh, for business um, to help come up with ideas and brainstorm, and I've done it for a lot of big brands and big companies. And I wanted to help transfer some of that knowledge to other people. To help them get the most out of their lives using cannabis and creativity and there's a lot of reasons why which i can you know kind of get into where our society is going and why creativity is so important how about you guys do you use cannabis for creativity oh yeah i definitely do <laughs> i feel like it takes away so much of my anxiety so that i can even tap into my creative side yeah yeah I was actually coloring in one of the coloring pages in the journal or like just right before we got on the call. And I realized that I don't think I've ever taken an art class <laughs> like ever. I think I stopped like coloring as a kid. And then probably at some point someone told me that my coloring was ugly and like put it away and like would come back to it every once in a while. But yeah, I have like, I think I have no artistic ability. I'm like super creative. But I was, like, coloring it in, and I was like, I like coloring. <laughs> I like coloring. So, yeah, I think I used, I definitely use cannabis to unlock my creativity because I have so many blocks around it. But, yeah, it helps me, like, break down the wall to get there, for sure. Totally. Yeah. And it sounds like for you, you've really made your career on creativity, I mean, working with all of these big brands that you've worked with, like you said, MySpace, um, with the company that works with uh, Fabletics and Just mm -hmm. Fab and all of these new subscription box things that are becoming such a huge trend now. Like, you know, you've had your, your finger on the pulse of so many of these things that are now very, what were very creative ideas when they started that are now very, like, mainstream and they're everywhere. You know, I, th I think that's, that's very yeah. cool that you've made a, your career on that. So a lot of my, so a lot of my career, you know, people say, what's the secret to your success? Weed, and, um, weed is the secret. <laughs> weed. Well, in some sense I say empathy. Mm. Like it's really about, I love that. like even with, you know, and, and I use weed for empathy. So 
I could have said weed, but it would have been a longer answer. And they would have, <laughs> um, but so, but it really is about empathy, and it's about like even with MySpace when we were building out some of the first you know rules around social networking and bringing advertising into social networking. We're like, how do we bring advertisers in a way that adds value to the community instead of detracting from the community because everyone hates advertising. So what can they do to empower people in social media and elevate them and, you know, make the experience better. So that requires like, well, what do people want? You have to think about it and you just have to really understand human nature and why they're there and what their motivations are and how they want to be known. And, you know, just what social media and their personal brand is about and how they want to represent it. So all those, that's just one thing. And, um, you know, Every, every person you're trying to reach with, I'm in marketing, you know, for the most part in advertising. So it's really all about empathizing with someone's hopes and fears and dreams and delivering something that solves a problem or something that aspires to, that they aspire to. And I use cannabis to really, to do that, to really kind of like put your, myself in someone's shoes, like our writer, you know, like Aaron Sorkin, you know, who just won a Golden Globe for uh, Chicago Seven. Like, you know, he he smokes. He's a kind of a smoker. Pretty pretty uh, forward about it. But he uses it, I imagine, to empathize with his characters, what they would feel and what they would say and what they would do in a particular situation. And you know, I, I certainly do that too. So when we talk about cannabis for creativity. It's not necessarily about coloring the lines or painting something beautiful or writing something, you know, that's, you know, inspiring. It's empathy. There's like little moments of creativity that cannabis help people tap into, whether it's, you know, like empathy or making some kind of nonlinear connection or, um, you know, certainly imagination. Um, there's lots of different ways that cannabis enhances the creative experience. So like what you said, like bringing down your anxiety so you can actually be creative or just pushing judgment out of your mind so you can be creative. So your ideas are not inhibited ideas now, they're free roaming. And when you have uninhibited ideas, often they are, you know, you'll have more of them, but they won't always make sense and they won't always be good ideas. And that's not the point. The point is to have ideas. If one out of 10 ideas is good, it's better than zero ideas or two highly inhibited ideas. So That's so important yeah. for people to, to hear. Like, I think that people get really stuck in thinking that they need to come up with the perfect idea now that is going to be the idea that is like their success maker. But no, it's probably going to be one of many ideas, many things that you try. Only one of the, one or two of those things are going to stick. So you, but you have to try everything to see what doesn't work. Totally. Yeah. So one of the you know if if there's detractors around cannabis creativity, like you're not really more creative. You just think you're more creative. And um, <laughs> really, what's the difference? Like if you think you're more creative, it's 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 really about opening that aperture. So smoking weed for Aaron Sorkin may make him, you know, it opens the aperture in a different way than it does say for, you know, some accountant who maybe just looks at numbers in a different way or, you know, just sees things or solves a problem in a different way or a lawyer who thinks about a solution in a different way. 
because uh, or he negotiates a deal differently because he's empathizing with the other side and what they might want or feel in a in a more you know concrete or salient way so they, when we sometimes there's a lot of research around cannabis and creativity and one of the big issues with it is how they define creativity you know mm. traditionally it's defined as doing you know creating something new and useful well you know it's hard to define when you're negotiating a deal in a different way because you smoked weed and you thought like what is that guy gonna do what is he thinking what does he want you know like it's it doesn't really fit into that definition really well so there's a it's you know it can be highly nuanced or like you said again it took down some blocks that allowed me mm -hmm. to be creative and think about something or get past myself mm -hmm. my own inhibitions so it's really not these clinical studies on creativity are very difficult to, you know, we all know. So, you know, I have this journal I created, the which mm -hmm. I sent to you guys. This, yes. Please use this journal while you are high. The we love it. Creative thinking journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when I was raising money for my company, people were like, ah, I don't know, cannabis and creativity. How many people walk into a dispensary and ask, for something to be creative. I'm like, that's not really the question you want to ask. It's like, how many people asked for the iPhone before Bill, you know, before Steve Jobs stood on stage and said, you know, this is what this does. This is what it can do for you. You can't ask for something. I mean, there are some people who do for sure, but there, mm -hmm. there aren't products that have been engineered to, you know, for specifically for creativity. And oh, I actually should have brought up um, so, um, what was it? Oh, but now this journal, since we put this out, we've sold probably over a hundred thousand of them, uh, in Amazing. about five months. And that's wow. you know, almost that's $2 million awesome. worth of journals. Wow. I just lost my connection. But we can still am, I, am I coming? Here? Oh, you're coming back. We can okay. still hear you, but your video is still a little choppy. Okay, let me do. So, in the last two months, we've sold. I'm sorry, last four months, we've sold you know over a hundred thousand of these journals and about awesome. over two million dollars worth. And it just shows you know, that there's product market fit. That people yeah. want to be creative. Um, there's probably a hundred thousand comments and you know, 30, 40, 50,000 shares of, of our advertisements, like, you know, people tagging their friends, you need this, you need this, you need this. So it really showed that it's a smart category. It's a category that people, well, I mean, you don't even have to, when, when I would talk about this brand to some people, I was like, of course, I mean, who doesn't know that? Everybody wants to be creative. Everybody wants to, you know, for personal fulfillment, they just mm -hmm. want to create something or, you know, it's just, but there was, well, unfortunately, when you're raising money, you're talking to a lot of finance people and they're not known for their creativity. So right. like, it's a weird situation. I remember when we were raising money for like um, just Fab, which is a shoe band brand where people buy shoes online. This was 10 years ago. You, you know, we talked to venture capital guys, mostly guys, be like, we're selling women's shoes online. And then a venture capital guy would be like, go to his wife and say, hey, would you buy shoes online? And they're like, no, you have to try shoes on. No, we don't think it's going to work. We're not going to invest. My wife doesn't like it. She's just not going to, she wouldn't buy your shoes. She has to try them. 
And then, you know, meanwhile, a billion dollars in sales, the company yeah. is now. Um, it's like a lot of people, they just, especially in the investment side, they, they don't, they only know their small universe, their universe of Silicon Valley friends. And mm. the really great ones obviously get past this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's one of the problems with a lot, a lot of things. People don't go beyond their universe. And that is another aspect of creative thinking, challenging default thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the, the, you know, the kind of the rules or the, the um, you know, the, the rules or I guess guidelines of using this journal is to challenge default thinking to, you know, we, we all have these things as we get older, we have things that when we're kids, like, there's no reason why a horse can't be purple. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. I don't know much about horses. Why can't they be purple? I never really thought about it. Moving forward, horses are purple. But when you're an adult, horses aren't purple. You know, they're brown. Like, you, you, we have default thinking where we, you know, we, and we don't, we get lazy and we don't want to be wrong. And we're, we take standardized tests and, you know, things are yes, no, right, wrong. There's no middle ground, there's no gray area. Um, so we, we go, we, def- we kind of, we've already thought about that. We learned that in school. This is the answer. You know, someone asked us, like, we've got that wrapped up and here you go. I'm giving it back to you. And a big part about creativity is just breaking down that wall. And cannabis is great for that. Like cannabis kind of yeah. gets you a little bit in touch with your childhood. Um, you know, again, about, you know, again, your raw imagination and, pushes down judgment, pushes down default thinking. And that's why it's an amazing thing. And, it, you know, it, it's, it's a, I look at it as like a hack, you know, like a creative hack, a way to, mm-hmm. it's a really fast, efficient way to tap into your creativity. Um, so agree. Yeah. Like meditation can do it. Sports mm-hmm. for some people, walking, mm-hmm. You know, it just allows you to tap into yeah, that flow. Exactly. Yeah, you just are able to get into that creative flow, mm-hmm. that literal, yeah, flow. Yeah. Um, one thing, one thing that I love about this journal too, or, or actually, you mentioned earlier. I think it was when you were talking about the investors and working with the investors. And um, shoot, I forgot what my I forgot what my what my point was. Hold on, let me get it back. Let me get it back. Right. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. I know, I know. Um, One thing that you mentioned was something about how would there be even a market for this in the cannabis space? But I feel like stoners love when people make things for them. Mm -hmm. You know, stoners love to get stoner things. Yeah. And the one other thing that I love about this journal is that while it is created with cannabis in mind, it's not like bright green and it's Mm -hmm. not like giant 420 letters all over it you know it's not like in your face this is stoner stuff and it's not even like stoner things on the inside yeah it's really (laughs) about using cannabis to tap into your creativity instead of just being a stoner and then having something to put your stone thoughts in it's an actual tool it's like an exercise book Mm -hmm. yeah it's smart cannabis yeah, yeah. yeah. Smartabus. Smartabus. Smart TM. <laughs> I bought this book the other day. It was about ideas. And ideas. I was like, and I bought and it's like, it's hilarious. And I and I got the book and it's like so dumb. I like this 
it, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I, I was. I think they they were high when they published it. They were high when they wrote it. Like, like there's a process. So it's really important. You know, the, the creative process is like you. You have the sort of phase and the sort of the ideation phase and sort of that aha moment phase and then the verification phase. And the verification phase is very important. Like I do, a, even when I use cannabis for my ideation, I, I look at my ideas when I'm not high. Uh, you know, it's very important not to email your boss and everyone you know about your ideas while you're high. Um, <laughs> this is the most genius, unless of course you really, they love you and you love them and it doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, but, you know, there's, there's this verification phase where, you know, you have to, you know, you're, you have to verify your ideas and make sure they're good ones. I think they didn't go through that when they published this book. I was like, this is not hilarious. So I, re <laughs> I returned it. I'm putting together a ideas book of people that are sharing ideas with me. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm going to show you how to do this. Right. Yeah. Take yeah. your book back. I'm going to show you how to do this. <laughs> Yes. One of my favorite ones from last week was, um, I think I used to not like the way I look, but I realized not only I'm not my type. Right? Wait, I'm not will you say that one more time? Oh, there we go. Okay. I used to not like the way I look. Internet connection. One second. Hold on. Sorry. I was oh, like. So just the idea that the idea for you, the idea that someone said was, I used to not like the way I look, but I realize I'm not ugly. I'm just not my type. Ah. Uh -huh. you know, <laughs> that is a healthy way. That, that is, is a really healthy good. way of looking at the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna mark That's that one. Good stoner. Uh, yeah, that's a nice so stoner. Another like stoner, stoner ponderation, pon ponderances. Another one was like, you know, I'm really tall, and people are always asking me, like they expect me to help short people. Like if I'm in this, someone says, hey, could you use that for me? It's like expected for me to reach up and grab this for someone who's shorter than me. But I drop my keys and I ask a short person to pick them up because he's closer to the ground. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. That Doesn't is hilarious. That's so funny. Right? I think That's a nice I, high Yeah, that so, is a good one. I think I've definitely used that one. Like <laughs> I think I've used Asmara hurt my niece to pick up whatever I dropped. Because <laughs> she's close to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so ideas is another I forgot why I got on that tangent. But That's okay. I don't know. I had another thought I was going to share with you, which was related, but I, it escapes me. But th that's one of the great things about being on a cannabis podcast. You can forget what you were going to say. It's almost expected. Every episode. Every episode. Every single episode, we have this moment. We're like, where are we going? I don't remember anyway. <laughs> so take like us back, in, maybe. Even in business meetings. Go ahead. All right. So I say like even in business meetings, forget something. Oh, it's a cannabis meeting. Totally. Just forget what you're gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll usually ponder its way back. It'll mm -hmm. meander its way. It just went on a on a walkabout. It'll yeah. come back. <laughs> totally. 
So take us back a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, I keep talking over you. Take us back a little bit more towards the beginning of your cannabis journey. And why did you start using cannabis? What 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 was the, you know, your, the beginning of your cannabis journey like? Well, I started using it as a teen, which I certainly don't recommend as a professional cannabis user. Um, mm -hmm. But I, you know, my, it was, it, it, well, when I was young, we didn't have, you know, much to do. It was basically sex, you know, drugs and rock and roll. And, uh, you know, we spent a lot of idle time. We didn't, you know, I wasn't connected to all the world's information at every moment. So, you know, we had to entertain ourselves in an analog way. Uh-oh, we fully, fully lost, lost him. him. Oh, there he is. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're back. So take us back through your cannabis journey. You were a teen. Oh, yeah. So I started using <laughs> cannabis Oops. when I was a teen. Um, it was the thing to do. Older brothers and older sisters were doing, you know, were smoking weed, and I wanted to be like them. And uh, <laughs> yeah. my friends, you know, wanted to get high. And, again, it was... There wasn't, there was a lot less to entertain ourselves. So um, I remember just getting high with my friends the first time. The first time I didn't even get high, you know, everyone, you have this a lot, but it doesn't affect me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know if you've, if you've ever had that experience with a friend. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it doesn't work or, mm -hmm. you know, you just, I don't know. Like the first, sometimes the first time it, it cannot, mm -hmm. you can, it's possible to not get high. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got very high <laughs> when I got high and we were just, you know, I just remember sitting on my friend's bed and just laughing and laughing for hours. And, um, and I smoked throughout high school. I sold, you know, I rolled, you know, I used to roll up an ounce of weed every night, sell it in the apple orchard, orchard next school <laughs> the next that. day. Uh, morning before school which is a bad idea if you want to learn anything i mean some people can learn but i remember like i i've talked about this on another podcast before but i, I used to smoke every day before biology class and i know very little about <laughs> biology right now. Like, i just you know uh, i just didn't really pay attention to biology class. <laughs> um so so you know so i i I loved it, and I, I, it just also was. I had like an ADD kind of growing up, although it wasn't diagnosed. Um, but I definitely was an awful student. I was known as a smart person, a really awful student, and um, couldn't really trouble concentrating on it, and really been hacking on my ability to learn like i've i've started listening to audiobooks as a teenager mm. they just could not read yeah um, but i couldn't read novels mm -hmm. or textbooks so uh and then it, it it required me to make up my own process systems and structure around ideas and you know very various ways of doing things uh, because I just was, was never paying attention to school. So when the internet came along, you know, and these new businesses needed to be created, 
there was no right or right, right or wrong way to do a lot of these things. And people with imagination were required. Ooh. And that's when my career really started to thrive. When I started to do these new businesses and I've really only done businesses that haven't been done before. I mean, at this point in my career, I kind of know how to do things and I have process systems and uh, but still, I, I, I'm, you know, that's what drew me to the cannabis industry also, that it just was a new business that didn't have rules and they needed to be created. Um, certainly needs to be built off some established rules. And, um, you know, you need, we, you know, we, you need people that, we need people that are trusted. Like in the tech industry, um, which I was in a long time with, you know, all these content sites, it, it's sort of, there's this perception that like young you know people are, are are creating the industry and a lot of times they are um but in the cannabis industry i think it, it requires both it requires there's a there's a there's a trust factor to getting things done right safely correctly there's real science involved and that just doesn't happen that that takes experience um to get that right so um, I think that it's really important to have, I, I wanted to get into the business because this is, you know, it's a plant that I love, that I, I really have used, as, you know, I've said my whole life, it's enhanced my life in a very significant way. And I wanted to make this sure that this business unfolds, you know, in a mature and trustworthy way. So, you know, we don't screw it up as much as I can participate to that. But, all boats generally rise with the tide. Mm -hmm. And if someone makes a very significant mistake, that becomes national publicity and, you know, it's just bad for the whole industry. Mm -hmm. So the more we help each other in this industry and we set the ground rules and people with experience help less experienced people do the right thing, you know, imagine this industry together. I think that's the best way to, you know, make sure that we win and that we all win. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's the common goal of people who are or who have interest in being in the weed industry. At least, you know, maybe not the not, maybe not people who are coming from the big business side of things, but the, the, the growers, like the growers and the extractors and the people who, like, built their careers in this black market, you know, they have... Uh, something that they that they built they, that they want to make sure continues at the high standard that they put it towards, you know? So I love, I, yeah, I just love that. That we all need to come together and make sure whatever direction we're coming from, we're, you know, making sure mm -hmm. we have high ethics and standards, um, yeah. you know, nationwide, worldwide, statewide, whatever. And I also love that you've made your career on your own creativity. Like you started as a kid, like realizing that, the, your school system isn't helping you, so you are creating your own systems of learning, which then you've like translated into like helping these giant big businesses become, become giant. giant big businesses. And I think that's just so cool. Not very many people can just be like, yeah, I'm just a creative and I help businesses find creative avenues. I'm like, expander. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like... I'm a creative thinker, which is a big part of what my brand is about. Like, it's not about painting mm -hmm. or, you know, writing the next novel. Yeah. It's about everyone can be a creative thinker. There's, you know, 
we've gone from this industrial age to an information age to really what I see now as a creative age where our economy is really propelled forward by the limitations are only our creativity and technology, basically. And all these new ideas you see coming out are really a product of creativity mm -hmm. and creative thinking. And it requires, you know, in the cannabis industry, again, lawyers need to be creative. Finance people need to be creative. Mm -hmm. like, there's so many rules and things that you need to get around and, and sort of make work for you. And, and you can't advertise on social media or, you know, Google, like, how do you promote a brand? You know, it's all, to me, a lot of different hacks about, you know, in, in every aspect of the business to make it work, mm -hmm. um, especially at this stage of the game with all the restrictions and restrict, you know, it's funny because create, a lot of people think creativity is about just no holds barred coming up with wacky ideas, but restrictions are a big part of creativity mm -hmm. in the creative process. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, try this, but you can't do this. Mm -hmm. And like that, then that requires creativity to solve that problem or, you know, you're not allowed to go, you know, it, it, very much, very, and, and in the book, in the journal, there's a lot of exercises that are like, where we give people like a limited set of things to use to, to build something creative. Something, it's one that's reality and where creativity is often needed in life. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also easier in some sense. If I said, you know, what's the best restaurant in the world? You'd be like, uh, hmm. Yeah. Or I said, what's your favorite restaurant to go to on Tuesdays in your neighborhood? You know, like, obviously that's a little easy. A little easier, people need kind of Guidelines, yeah. yeah, a box. Yeah. Guidelines. Yeah, 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 for sure. So the book is full of guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> did you, have you guys done any of the exercises? Yeah, yeah I did a couple. I did too. I kind of just like, like flip through it and then find a random page and just be like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And oh, I did this, um, the, the bird, the squiggle bird and just made like squiggle lines and turned them into bird creatures. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. So there's a couple of doodling exercises in there. Yeah. What, other, what else did I do? Like there's one, I really like the one where an easy one, it's called word links. And you have to take one word and connect it to, like there's two seemingly unrelated words and you have to draw a bridge with four or five words in between. That's Ooh. a cool one. Like, you know, tam tambourine and squirrel <laughs> or, you know, I'm looking, sadness and pickle <laughs> or, I don't know. Teenagers and chicken nuggets. I, I don't, actually, I don't think you need that. Those That's, seem like they're right next yeah. to each other. Have you, uh, Senator and Duck? Can you guys connect four words between Senator and Duck? Can you draw a bridge, make a bridge? Like a, like a sentence. Um, think. Your, your studio audience is probably thinking <laughs> they're lighting up. I know. I know. They're like, oh, I know. Let's see. The senator, senator saw a duck in the park. I guess that's like not exact of exact bridge <laughs> at all. Maybe not. Well, let me. Is it senator? Yeah, yeah, it could be senator. 
Senator you know, Smith. Capital. Walk, oh, there we go. Lake, okay. Look. Oh, oh okay. like that, not okay. a sentence. Not, okay. Okay. Like that makes a sense. chain. Okay, that makes. Yeah. Sense. Okay. And it doesn't, and that, that's just like, that's one way to think about it. That's just sort of a, a senator going on a walk and seeing a duck. It could be like a senator having a duck for dinner or Ooh. a senator being married to someone who raises ducks. You know, like there's so many ways to get from senator to duck. What's interesting is how people's minds work. And when you do this with like a husband, a wife or a friend, mm. like you're like, very often people are like, that is how you get a senator to duck. <laughs> That's how your mind works? It's so sometimes it's better if you like write it down yeah. and you know, don't share your path and then you both share and you're like what? Really? Have you wow. have you ever played That's that so game? Fun. I think it's often an icebreaker game, but where like you have your piece of paper and the first person draws the a head of a person and then oh, they yeah. fold the head over and then you pass it to the next person in the circle and they draw like the neck and shoulders and then they pass it to the next and fold it over. So you can't see it as you're drawing it. And then you as you go around the circle, everybody's drawing different body parts and then you open it and it's like this crazy, you know, like monster cheerleader uh -huh. man, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> Those are, are always yeah, so fun. <laughs> Same idea, just uh, illustrative. So, um, what is what are the key learning moments that you think that are that people are tuning into you for, like or entertainment or edutainment? Edu What's happening here on this podcast? Edutainment. Edutainment for I think. sure. <laughs> I think. Full on <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're I, I think that we are a podcast that people put on when they just want to like chill out and not like maybe learn something, but like just relax and laugh and like just chill and smoke a joint. I yeah. think that's what our podcast is there for. I feel like people do often learn a lot on our podcast. But it, that's it's not... It's kind of the cherry on top yeah. of the Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's like... It's a fun time. You know, it brings the depth. Maybe it's like the beef broth to our stew is the, the, the educational... It's the depth. Yeah. Depth of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I think edutainment... I always like edutainment. It's always the goal. Mm -hmm. I like that. You know, with, to level someone up a little bit while they're being entertained. And I mean, what was everybody's yeah. favorite day in science class? Bill Nye video day. Totally. You know? Like... When you got to watch the fun, funny videos. <laughs> yeah, when they rolled in the AV uh -oh. card. Yeah. So I was like, yes! <laughs> I know, I'm totally with you on that. I love when that AV card rolled in. It's like, no work. I'm just going to watch you know, all day. Video. Yeah, so good. Um, I'm curious about what your favorite strain is in general, and then what your favorite strain for creativity would be. Totally. Like, so I like... Um, I like a generally like a high test sativa. Mm -hmm. um, but probably all time. I like, so I don't know if it's available in Washington state, but XJ 13 mm. is one of my favorites. It's a combination of like Jack Herrera and G 13 mm. G 13. I have a particular fondness for because it's the first like, green like the first super high test cannabis that i ever had and i it just was transformative it was like a different experience altogether like i got so high i 
when I first, I almost got a headache. It was so strong for me, but it took me to another place altogether. And it was cosmic. And, you know, I didn't, when I smoked that, I didn't really know the difference between sativa or indica. I think it's definitely a more of a indica strain. Um, but that combined with Jack Herrera, which is the sativa strain, um, is re- and they're really known for creativity, is one of my favorites, XJ13, or just plain old Jack Herrera. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many great creative strains, you know, and c- creative for different purposes, um, like banjo, and I have a little like, list here, a little matrix. For our, you know, creative focus blend, we use Durban Poison, Jack Herrera, Sour Punch, XJ13, Lemon Jack, Tropic Thunder, for some of them. For creative imagination blend, Sour Punch, Jack Herrera, Gelato, mm. also Chemdog. Um, and then what else are we using? Uh, Malawi. Mm. Um, and then for creative awareness, Land I think we're using a Medellin. Uh, Jack Herrera, Blue Dream. We were mixing three different strains of live resin together mm-hmm. to make uh, these blends. That's cool. So we have a creative focus blend, creative imagination, creative awareness, and creative reflection blend. And you know, we use live resin because it's a high quality, you know, extraction is close to you know. I, I love smoking flower. You know, it's the best full spectrum experience that you can get. Live resin, sometimes flour is not convenient. And live resin is probably one of the live resin or a rosin oil is one of the best fallbacks mm-hmm. on getting a full spectrum oil. Um, so we use live resin because of that, because we want it to be as much as nature intended. Um, but we also combine three strains, which is uh, very rare. I haven't actually even seen anybody doing it. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that either. I thought that when I think our journals came with a little list of the blends that you guys offer. And yeah, I yeah. I thought it was really cool that you mm-hmm. have very specific blends for specific effects. And that really isn't something that is happening yet. I think there are a couple dispensaries that I've seen that will even like um organize their mm-hmm. strains according to the effect, but I mean it's it's, it's hard. To, it's also hard to do that because multiple strains will offer multiple mm-hmm. effects, you know. But I I love that that yeah. you guys have your vape pens in this in this way because yeah, it really isn't like this yet in the market where you can specifically say I and want creative list- focus and I'm going to go for this one or whatever. We, yeah, and we also list the strains that are in the creative focus blend right. because I mean. Some people are fine, like, okay, I want creative focus, but I always want to know what I'm smoking. Uh, I don't know if it says on that one. It does. It says but, here. And then oh. they change. Durban Poison, XJ13, but, and Lemon Jack in the creative focus blend. That sounds Right. And sometimes they change. Usually there's, like, I have a in supply chains. Mm-hmm. You can't always get Durban Poison. So we've made it so... You can substitute, there's a sort of a matrix we've built where various strains go into various, um, you know, blends that we have. We, I work with this really amazing company called Abstracts Labs out of Irvine, California. And they have, you know, multiple PhDs in analytical chemistry. And they do the oils for Sherbinsky, which is, you know, really a high-end brand here. 
for the Jack Herrera family. They do their oils exclusively cool. for Josh D, who invented the OG strain. Mm. So they're like these elitist chem, uh, cannabis scientists. And I work with them. We analyzed over 100 different strains. They've analyzed probably 1,300 different strains. But for this particular project, we took you know 100 different strains of flour mm. and we we analyzed we made 3d models of the cannabinoid and terpene profiles of these blends indexed against various like uh effects like um focus and uplifting and energizing and euphoria and calming and relaxing and creativity and so we looked at these strains and, and rank them by, you know, all our creative strains, but some are creative and offer focus, some are offer energy, you know, relaxing. So we rank them by primary, secondary, and tertiary um, effects. And then that's how we started blending them together to get towards a creative focus or a creative, you know, a creative uh, imagine, uh, reflection. Creative reflection is more of a indica leaning more mercine mm -hmm. in there so it's more of a you know you, all of them are pretty much sativas except for creative reflection which is about chilling relaxing looking inside yourself uh, which is very much a big part of creativity also like you know you have these things i don't want to i'm kind of jumping around but i don't know if you ever heard of the book the artist's way mm. which is a popular book for creativity and that book is all about you know, morning, looking inside yourself and finding creativity, understanding who you are to be creative, like just establishing that baseline, which will allow you to imagine further. So that would be you know, the creative reflection blend and the strains we chose help you kind of get into that state more so. And again, this is, you know, like you can smoke a, some people can smoke a sativa and go, you know, it's, it, this is not, we're, we're talking about macro science. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like if I say, if I make sure, if I sound like this is cut and dry, I'll, I, I would sound foolish to the people who really know. So it's, it's not exact science. It's somewhat macro science, you know, where, you know, and, and these effects are really all based on survey. Mm -hmm. So people are saying, I smoke this and it makes me creative. That's how Leafly does it and pretty much mm -hmm. everyone else does it. It's based on survey data. Mm -hmm. So we're taking all that survey data, we're combining that with the analytical compounds and breakdowns of the, of the actual flower itself. And then that's how we're blending these. But still, you know, you can smoke our creative imagination blend and think about, you know, I don't know, your, a test you have coming up or work mm -hmm. or your mortgage, your ex-husband. Like there's no guarantee you're gonna have a creative experience. And that's why we created the journals. Mm -hmm as sort of guardrails on the experience. So, you know, it, you're, you're, it, it creates you, it, allow, it helps you to focus in on a creative experience and a creative task totally. to enhance the efficacy of our cannabis blends. That is so cool. Yeah. That's a really full spectrum thought out. Full service. <laughs> yeah. I'm like sitting here just, <laughs> a, I'm like, wow, so then you can smoke this the vapes and then you do the journal and then you can reflect and then you, I'm like I just want to be in California to get these <laughs> I know that is so cool and I was going to ask like if you use the terpene profile mm. as like a way to blend it also so it sounds like it sounds yeah, like yeah totally yeah <clears throat> yeah totally they're looking at it's terpenes and cannabinoids the, you know terpenes and cannabinoids are what we're working mm -hmm. off of 
trying to figure like those are the two main right. elements in cannabis that we're sort of profiling and we're, we're, we're making assumptions. So we're like, oh, this one is this, you know, these strains all come up with creative creativity and focus, creativity and focus, creativity and focus are all really high for them. What are the similarities in them mm-hmm. in the both terpene and cannabinoid profile, amount of THC, so on and so forth, that make them everyone say mm-hmm. that this is focused. And we find patterns in them and you know, and that's how we kind of came up with these blends by like looking for the patterns um, that you know they looking for the chemical patterns yeah. in the plant that correlate with the you know really human experience and survey patterns. So what is what and is the number what is the number one creativity terpene? What Ooh. is based on what you've it's seen? Really, like, it's hard to say. I mean uh, like pinene, you know like it's they're they're all like Pinene is pretty pro, pretty uh, lemonine and pinene. Lemonine is very popular in sativas. Yeah, sure. You know, when people say, when people say, you know, it's interesting because I, I like to illustrate this when I talk about terpenes. I'll say, you know, when you're, um, you know, terpenes, they aren't they just for like smell or, you know, people are have maybe expressed doubt on terpenes. I'm like, well, lemonine is a great one. Mm-hmm. Think about like when you're in the detergent aisle of you know the supermarket and you smell all those you know all those detergents you smell the you know the lemon in them and it kind of it does actually lift your head up like you feel mm. kind of a little high from all that lemony <laughs> yeah. um so you know that's just one example of how terpenes can really you know yeah. elevate mood um yeah i love to use you know. the example of lavender i mean mm. lavender is high in linalool and lavender traditionally makes yeah. you relax and so if you're looking for something relaxing, as far as cannabis strains yeah. go, look for something high in linalool. Totally. I'm looking at, yeah, there's liminal, liminal, lim, uh, how do you say that again? Lin, lin, linalool. 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 I almost couldn't get it out. I was like, I'm going to say this wrong. Linalool. linalool. <laughs> They're also fun to say. Linalool is in XJ13. Ooh, nice. Ooh. And that makes sense because yeah. Because the thirteen is, uh, you know, is 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 more of an indica, the, the G thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's super cool. I love terpene. I love talking terpenes, and like, I'm just imagining what your like survey data like, data look like. <laughs> I just imagine just this really colorful like venn diagram of like strains i don't know if that's what it was at all but that's what i'm imagining and it's like okay these ones are like this and then these are like this and they all just make sense we're gonna like i'll share with you guys so we're we're i'm doing we're doing like our product hits market next week so uh, we're manufacturing it now we're been using the test products for sure but we're gonna all do a breakdown of a full spectrum breakdown of what's in, you know, creative imagination, creative awareness, creative focus, and creative reflection, and breaking down all the terpenes and cannabinoids. So, and we'll publish that so you can, you know, people can kind of see what's going in there. Love that. And, you know, another aspect of developing these strains is working with, you know, expert creative people. Yeah. So, I, 
I test one. I did a lot of personal surveys with, you know, like creative director of Crate and Barrel or you know Martin Lawrence or Sarah, Sarah Silverman or you know Judd Apatow. Like, what do you smoke when you write? What do you you know? So there's a I'm asking a lot of people like what they use for creativity, and then I'm also sharing some of our blends with you know different creative people in all kinds of like science and education and and certainly entertainment because I'm in Los Angeles um, and you know all kinds of creative people in every field to find out what they use for creativity and then also giving them our products to test and seeing how they respond to them and adjusting them so it's 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 we have sort of an expert panel of people that we work with along with scientists and again it's not exact science Mm -hmm. like because it doesn't exist. Again, it, it doesn't exist yeah. for cannabis. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't exist. But you have to, you just, well, you, the only thing you can do is get the most experienced people with the best available science, exactly. mm-hmm. you know, and take the best, you know, shot at it based on available information. Um, but, you know, it, it's the, the case studies for mm-hmm. cannabis and creativity are, are pretty immense. Like the science may be limited because it's, you know, it's not sanctioned. It's not FDA approved. Uh, but half the songs on Spotify would be gone without cannabis. Right. Hip hop, jazz, rock and roll, EDM, punk. All of it. Country. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I was reading this article and there's an article on pilgrimsoul.com about like the number one, the most references to cannabis of any genre of music are in country music. Oh, interesting. I guess Willie Nelson's a country singer, right? Yeah, but it's just one. Uh, I, I guess know. it is just one. <laughs> I mean, if someone asked me, I would say hip hop. Yeah, right. that's probably what but, I would have said too. Huh, interesting. See? Crazy. But these, these computer science just ran algorithms across, you know, country, across lyrics. Mm-hmm. And all across all genres and evidently country music indexed the highest for references to cannabis i mean i'd like to learn a little bit more about that algorithm and how it ran yeah is it like can't yeah what are the words it's looking for mm-hmm. what what are the words is it is it um is it like total out of all like what saw like what was the like if, if you run it against there's got to be more country songs than hip-hop. That's what I was right. thinking, too. Yeah, because country's been around for longer. Yeah. And then, yeah, what's the time period? Is it yeah. In, yeah. in, you know, in the 19, you know, in the last 10 years? Right. Is it forever? Yeah, because, right. yeah. So, huh. so Whereas, interesting. So there's a lot of things to consider, hmm. but even just the fact that there's so many references to, con- you know, to cannabis and country yeah. music is pretty... To be charming. Yeah, I can't say that I listen to a lot of country music either. So I really like from personal experience, I cannot like verify or deny, you know, confirm what is in country songs besides the like stereotypical <laughs> things. Instead of like their dog dying and then like hanging the out on a tractor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I want to marry my horse, but I can't find a bridal suit. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh Something my gosh. That's, that's interesting though. Country music. Huh. Who knew? Who knew? Sean Gold knew. Sean Gold. <laughs> well, 
I love that can the uh, creativity is like your thing. Mm. I love that it's something that you love to write about and encourage and inspire other people to do. I mean, looking I like briefly looked through pilgrimsoul.com and there are even more creative exercises than are in this one journal up there where people can go and, you know, uh Keep exercise creating. their brains, exercise their creativity. Um so Thanks for helping creativity explode even more in the world. And it's not just like art creativity too. Yeah. And I really appreciate that it's like in business and just kind of creativity, creative thinking in your whole life. Like you don't have to stay in the like normative thinking, stay in the box. It's way more fun to think out of the box. And I feel like the, all of our boxes are falling apart now. <laughs> So we are just have to. Everybody's outside the box. We all have have to to find creative things to make it all work in this point in our our human history. Mm Twenty twenty man, we all need to think outside the box. In this world of you know artificial intelligence and outsourcing, Mm -hmm. you know, you creativity is like your best hedge against you know the future. That's the one thing that, you know, is going to be more difficult for computers or people in Asia to do to take your job. Mm, totally. You know, if you're creative, like, you know, if you're not a, if you're a lawyer, so let's say, and you're not a creative lawyer, it's going to be very easy for a computer or someone in Asia to do your job. But if you take a creative approach to things, um, then it's a lot more difficult, you know, so... It's, I think creativity is job security mm-hmm. moving forward. And then, you know, we live in this world of, in America, we live in this world of abundance where we have so much choice for things. And it's not enough. Function is not enough anymore. You know, when we buy products, we want, we want a story. We want symphony with things in our lives. We want meaning, mm-hmm. you know, and doing all these, we want it to be sustainable and we want it to have a belief system and, mm-hmm. You know, all these things, it's an extension of our personal brand in the best case, assuming, you know, price, quality, value are there. Then we make a decision based on the history of the brand and the story and who created, you know, who built it and do we align with their values. And all those things are really driven about creativity. You know, when you buy a toaster, it's not enough just to toast. You know, it's got like we only use that thing for maybe a half a percent of the time we own it. Oh it was sitting in our kitchen. It's got to have design. It's got to have, you know, potentially story, sustainability, all the other things that we want from a product besides just making our toast toasted, our bread toasted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It needs a hot so dog slot, too. That, <laughs> needs a hot dog Exactly. Sorry, I think that's a callback to The Office. Uh, if anybody is as into The Office mm-hmm. as I am out there. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> So those are just some of the benefits, not only benefits, but what, you know, ways that we really need creativity in our lives, aside from just the personal fulfillment of creating. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love that. And you, so you said uh, the vape line will be available next week for us, which is the week that this show <laughs> comes out. So sh- they mm-hmm. should be available. If you're in California, where can we find, where can they find Pilgrim Soul vape pens? Oh. It's, it's, well, next week I'm just testing in two oh, stores and it's going to roll out from there in a store called The High Note in, in Los Angeles. Then in about a month, it'll be available direct 
on from our website via delivery awesome. uh, across the state. And then we're working on a licensing deal in Nevada and um, really some other states across the country, um, which is pretty unique. I mean, like before a product even hits the market to have licensing deals in play, um, it's really because, you know, people get the, they, you know, some people really get the idea that, but it, it's a unique product. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you have, there's tons of live resins out there and there's tons of products that just get you high. You know, I think the next wave of cannabis products are products that are really focused on solving specific problems and doing things, you know, doing really high quality products and trying to be the category king in something small. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's really the opportunity. Otherwise you're just competing on price mm -hmm. in the, from the business side. Right. You know, and people want, you know, you, I'm not trying to sell chill. Although I, I'm pricing this really affordably. Yeah. Like it, but cheap weed I, is cheap I, weed. I want, like we all, we yeah. didn't, we just did a thing, or I guess a post on our Instagram about $2 joints. And it was like, there yeah. was clearly stems and, and just it was like, like garbage, leaf in there. Right? It was, yeah, it was terrible. So there is something to be said about cheap weed is cheap weed, <laughs> but you can also have affordable, great products. Yeah. And that's what it sounds like yeah. Bottom Soul is offering. So in the in the, the it's coming as you can saw from the packaging it's coming in these really beautiful tins that are a collaboration with four different female street artists cool. from around the world and you know they're they're upcyclable because you can use the the tins as your stash box or about the size of pencil I was cases say color pencils <laughs> pencils in there um, so it's it's meant to be like upcyclable recyclable sustainable collectible like the tins and they really pop mm -hmm. they're really beautiful um but we don't charge necessarily more for them we just try to want them to be more desirable mm -hmm. and then we press them to be kind of lower mid cost range because like, we just want more people to have the product and experience the benefits of the product than less it, the product presents yeah. like um you know, it's a expensive product, but it's it's priced to be affordable luxury. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. <sighs> totally. Sure. I'm always balling on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And totally. then the creative thinking journals are also available on pilgrimsoul.com. So everybody listening, go out and get you one. We are going to, I don't know, maybe we should do like Pilgrim Soul Creative Thinking Journal Nights and oh just gosh, get high yes. with everybody and do some exercises together. We don't exercise our bodies, yeah, we exercise our creativity. <laughs> a lot of like book clubs that are using the journal, like doing them online on Zoom Zoom calls and, cool. and sharing creativity. But I'm surprised. We, you know, we sell probably... Like the average purchase is like 2.1 books per sale. So oh. a lot, most people are buying like more than one for, to do with other people. It's really, so that's another whole aspect of the, of the journal thing is really like connecting with people through creativity, totally. which is really charming. It's not something I expected to have. There's a lot of things that I did not expect to happen that are unfolding you know, with this product, which is really lovely. We get so much email from people and comments on social media about how it affected them in a positive way. And, you know, I didn't expect people to take it so seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, we took it seriously in creating it, but 
yeah, we, we made this as like a thing that we would maybe give away or, you know, sell with our cannabis blends, you know, as a value add and it just took on, we released it before the cannabis blends in COVID because things just got mixed up. Uh, and then it just took on this life of its own. And, you know, we sold out like, we had like 500 of them in our first run and we sold out in like 15 minutes and we're like, holy. Wow, bananas. <laughs> and you yeah. can say whatever word you want to put there. <laughs> no, you could cuss on here. And then we ordered like 10,000 of them and those sold wow. out. People want In, this. you know, like a week. Yeah. And then, and then we didn't have enough of them for like two months and then we sold them and we ordered like 70,000 of them. Wow, that's amazing. And and anyway, yeah, and people, it goes on and on. And people can, like, there can be part <laughs> of the community, too, because there's, like, hashtags, hashtags that you, at the bottom of every page, so you can see what other people have, like, what they created for their answers, too. So, yeah, there's a whole community, like, you very clearly wrapped around this, and it's very cool. Yeah. I love it. Totally. Um, if people are interested yeah, in, like, learning more about you or following what you're doing, where can we find you on the internet? Yeah, well, we're... Pilgrim Soul Creative on Instagram, and we're pilgrimsoul.com, uh, which is, has a lot of our, you know, our articles and content. And then we have Pilgrim Soul Cannabis, which we just launched, which has more insight about the actual cannabis blends, and uh, because we can't really have the cannabis on in the content site really right. on the same. Well, where we're selling the journals, this Facebook, Instagram, and all our advertising mm-hmm. partners would not link to our site if we were selling Correct. cannabis on the same site. So dumb. It's so stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, change, hopefully. But, you know, we have to optimize the way things are. Got to be creative. You got to get creative around the restrictions. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice, nice way to bring it around. Thank you. It's like I'm a professional. Um, Well, thank you so much, Sean, for hanging out with us. We appreciate your time. All of the insight that you have on creativity, which is my mind is blown. I know. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm trying to subliminally show that I'm into fitness behind (laughs) me with my treadmill over here. I noticed that. Actually, I did. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I can see him smoking a joint and walking his morning walk on that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed being here today. Thank you. And um, yeah, well, we will talk to you next time. We're going to get into these journals yeah, way more and let you know what we think. And yeah, thank you for everything. Yeah. Welcome. Bye. Bye. That was so cool. He is really inspiring and really neat to talk to. I yeah. Know, I really enjoyed it. I really liked the way... I like that, okay, so in the beginning, when he was talking about being empathetic about, or like he needs to be, okay, this is a very high way of explaining this <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it too hard and now I'm high. <laughs> but he said that he uses cannabis to help him be empathetic, to help him find solutions to like help him stand in other people's shoes mm-hmm. and like see perspectives from other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. You you guys just listen to it. You know what I'm talking about. So I really like that. And I was going to say all the way back there that cannabis is like allyship is like the universal. It like helps us 
all be together. Yeah, it's like the universal connector. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. it's be it in giving you that ability to be empathetic to other people's situations. You ha- can have compassion for your fellow man. Thank you. Right? Yes. That's where we're going with yes. that? Yeah. yeah. And it's just great. And I just love that, like, cannabis, at it again. You know? It's yeah. It's one of those. Weed is great. One of those things. Weed, weed is great. So, thanks, Sean, for thanks, Sean. chatting with us. This mm-hmm. was really amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and thanks I'm, to you listening at home. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I think I cut you off. That's okay. I'm just really excited to see where this brand goes. Me too. Is what is the end of that. Love it. Yeah, I mean, let's keep the creativity Mm -hmm. flowing. Exactly. The the journals worked. We were very creative the other day when we We were doing them on live. So, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, this is really fun. Thank you to you guys for listening. Mm -hmm. We love you. We do. Um, And if you love us too, you should leave us a review. Please. um, Or, you know, just leave a comment on our page on Mm -hmm. Instagram. DM us. DM us. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Yeah, we do. Follow us on Instagram and Cannabis at chronicals underscore podcast. And find us on Clubhouse. You can find me, Rye, um, at chron- uh, yeah, no, chronicals underscore Rye, R-I. And then you can find Ashleen. Chronicals underscore Ash. A-S-H. <laughs> just in case. You know what's funny? Is what? I might have just realized this. Ash as in like. Yeah. Ash. And rye. That's right. And rye. Like hi. I like, just got that. Yeah. It's our weed names it too. <laughs> it is. That's so funny. I just made that connection. Okay. Well, if you want more <laughs> of this, um, please join us every other Thursday on Instagram at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time mm-hmm. for Chronic Gals After Dark. And throw down on the Chronic Gals. You can support us for less than a dollar a month on Anchor or send us a tip on Cash App at dollar sign Chronic Gals. We are a self-funded project, so anything helps. We can't wait to light up with you next time on another episode of the Chronic Gals. Sorry, I ruined I the totally cadence. I totally missed it. I ruined the cadence. That was not our normal signature. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>